Hey man, Rob Lee here, and you're listening to a brand new episode of Let's Watch It Again. Um, this podcast is on MTR Podcast. This episode, we're talking about Mortal Kombat, the 1995 film. So test your might, strap in for this flawless victory. of us there burns the fury of a warrior in every generation a few are chosen to prove it one of you three will decide the outcome of the tournament three strangers will travel to the mystical realm of outworld to defend our people against shang song you will and his forces of darkness. In an ancient tournament, one more victory. Your soul is mine. And our world no! is theirs. It has begun. Yeah, man. <laughs> I feel like you got to intro things like black dudes in the mid 90s. Because, you know, this is very mid 90s appropriate, right? Uh, it's so fucking great. So we're, we're talking a little Mortal Kombat today. Uh, it's the 25th anniversary mm -hmm. uh, this year of the film, 1995. So bing bong, bong bong. Um, where were you at in 1995? Bro, I was seven. I was 10. Fuck. That was a great year for me. 95 was a great year for me. Why was it great? I saw a lot of titties. Like real life titties, not like like animated titties. I don't want to talk about titties too much because 95 was a weird year for me. You were seven, so. But I got introduced into my uncle's room. Oh, it was a point. In a bunch of magazines. So it was like, it was wild. It was like a new universe, bro. Well, we'll, we'll we could talk about that a little bit. Uh, So. Mortal Kombat. It uh, so this that did you watch the uh, high score documentary yet? No, I still have not. You you should watch it. I still um, need to. For they sure. they they cover uh, the the gaming history of the fighting games, Mortal Kombat mm -hmm. and Street Fighter, namely. Um, so the game came out in what ninety two. I think so. It was something close to that. And, you know, it was a lot of different things and kind of what we're doing with some of these movies. We're covering movies that. Like we kind of discussed with the first one, with the, the Scott Pilgrim one, um, we're covering movies that either have a video game connection or mm -hmm. that's in its anniversary and that we actually like. Because there's some movies that are doo doo, that have yes. a video game yes. that are coming up on anniversaries. It was yes. like I won't touch that. I have no interest in it. Like what? Which one? Anything that Yule Bowl did. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> like his whole filmography. Did you do that Blood Rain movie? Yes. Oh, God, that was awful. Yeah, and it was, it, it was kind of like background lesbian stuff going on, too. So, but Mortal Kombat. So let's, let me get the rundown real quick and feel free to add to it. Okay. But this is what um, various sources say because I do my research. Three unknowing martial artists are summoned into a mysterious island to compete in a tournament whose outcome will decide the fate of the world. Were they really unknown? Well, Johnny Cage was kind of, he's a famous, right? But he was considered a fraud martial artist. He was known as oh, an actor. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's fine. So the, the three martial artists would be him, Sonya Blade, Sonya Blade, and Luke Hong. And they were uh, no, Luke yes. Kang. Luke <laughs> Kang. Is it Big Daddy Luke Kang? No, don't do that. 
Don't do that. You don't have stepping? Unless he's in the air doing the bicycle kicks. You going with that? I am. Okay. All right. Like, I'll, look, I'll let you finish. I've not said it on mic, but I will say it because we, I mentioned Big Daddy Kane. And I must, I'll be remiss if I don't say it. I feel like Big Daddy Kane sugar should be a product that we should sell. Ain't no half stepping on flavor. Would he endorse that with us, though? If I wear a high top fade when I go to the pitch meeting, yes. <laughs> uh huh. So I'm all for it. So, so here, so here's some of the background around this movie. Um, so the climate, 1995, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, movies based on video games were bombs. This includes Super Mario Brothers in 1993. Not as um, trash as you think, but f- like financially suffered. Yeah. In 1993, that and Double Dragon in 1994, another fun movie, um, were hated by critics and fans. Yeah, those fans are wrong. Um, Street Fighter 1994 did better um, financially, uh, but didn't gain cult status until years later. Right. I was kind of waiting for it. I kind of like Street Fighter, but I was a a fucking Van Damme mark. I mean, Van Damme has some good ass. I mean, Bloodsport is come on, bro. Yeah, I mean, Lionheart, Bloodsport. Anything that he's doing splits and butt cheeks or fucking flapping. What's the fucking one with the dude? Not Tom Commando. Tom Cop? Was it Tom Cop? When When he traveled through Tom? Yeah, but what's the other one? Cyborg? Was he in Cyborg? Cyborg was fire, yeah. The, the See, 1988. That's, that's the one I was talking about. Yeah, I fuck with Cyborg heavy. So, do you know who's I in the sequel? so many times. No. Angelina Jolie is the lead of the sequel. Are you serious? He's in the very beginning of it. That's the only connection he has to the movie. Oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, literally, my dad would go to Blockbuster Video and get everything to have Van Damme, Jeff Speakman, any Mark Charles nigga. It's just like, this is what we watching. Get your popcorn. We're making trail mix, nigga. This is what it was in the in the uh, Lee the Lee household. So um, so Street Fighter didn't gain cult status until years later. Um, Mortal Kombat was released in uh, twenty five years ago, and it opened to a twenty three plus million dollar uh, gross. Uh, like that's that's what they opened with. How much money they opened with? The film grossed over one hundred and twenty two million worldwide, and nearly which would be nearly two hundred and fifty million dollars with inflation. So that's pretty fucking good. I mean, that's decent. Um, for a video game property at the time, and pretty much a movie, no budget, right? Uh, so it broke the video game curse too of movies just like bombing, like you know previously mentioned those, those movies. Um, Street Fighter was kind of a, a, a kind of an indication that we're moving in a direction mm-hmm. that this movie could succeed, but who knows? Um, so Mortal Kombat was released by New Line Cinema, right? Which also has credits like Ninja Turtles and so on, and I think the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. I think so, yeah. They take chances, and generally, they were they Bloomhouse before Bloomhouse? I would say so. Yeah. I would definitely say so. Um, the movie was number one in the box office, Mortal Kombat, for how many weeks? I'm going to go with three. It was from August 18th through September 4th. That's a good run. So it got the, it got the Labor Day money and all of that That's shit. That's a good run. Uh, Mortal Kombat soundtrack was bold, using electronic dance music in a way that normally wasn't done in a Hollywood film. Um, getting a record company to sign on was a nearly impossible task. Nobody wanted to touch this fucking movie. Of course. And I don't know about you, but being a black kid here, you're got 92Q on or some version of that, whatever the urban station is. And when you hear that shit come on and you hear some of the sound effects come in, yeah. you're like, yo, hold on. Is this just a mix? <laughs> it's like yo cause you know here Baltimore Club yeah, we're just sampling yeah. shit right. you know like you big dummy it's like we're sampling, sampling Sanford his son and it's like oh no that's actually Mortal Kombat this is on a soundtrack right I'm like oh well um, but I used to listen to that soundtrack like all the time of course you did but it was my mom's fault though say more 
<laughs> your, your, your mom was just like cosplaying as like Sonya Blade and shit. You don't understand. My mother had the weirdest music taste though. Like we were listening to fucking everything. She used to drop me off in her Ford Escort. <laughs> Yo, she would and escort fucking, you in the Escort in elementary school and fucking thong song blaring. I'm like Jesus Christ, bro. Oh, how old are you again, bro? I was in elementary school. I just remember how bad it was. I just remember like people were like that's your mom. Like, I was. Yeah, I want to talk about this. Definitely in high school when Thong Song came out. But yeah, was it was it for real? Yeah, because we were creeps. We were fucking creeps. <laughs> so this was like '99. We were creeps. Wait, it was just bad. It was bad. I just remember it bad. But she used to play the Mortal Kombat soundtrack like every fucking week. I mean, I feel just like- for that one song though. So like the song. So like Mortal Kombat Two has a thong song connection. No, it doesn't. It's like Melina or fucking stop, it. stop, <laughs> stop that thong. <laughs> Did you bite your head off and shit? Sundown. Um, Cyrax, <laughs> like Mm-mm, keep yours on. Uh, so. So what what did you see the movie in theaters? What I was saw your it in theaters? So t- I saw it in theaters with my dad and my brother, <laughs> and my dad's a black belt in some form of karate that he's very strong in or whatever. Uh huh. And when I tell you the embarrassment, you know that stereotype of like black people in the movie theater and shit. Yes. Yeah, it was ten times worse because he's a martial artist and he's like what? very animated. <laughs> Yo. So he was like doing all the swipes. Uh-huh. And the nigga had a big bucket of popcorn in his lap. He did a kick. No. And popcorn flew everywhere. And I was like, oh my God, bro. I was like, can we stop? <laughs> You're just sitting there like, shit. And I'm like, oh, geez. like this is so embarrassing. And then once the movie ended, why is he the only nigga up standing and clapping real loud? My father claps like the Incredible Hulk. Oh my so, God. So like he bashes his hands together yeah. super loud. It was just the most embarrassing moment of my life. Like one of them, so for sure. G- give me the rundown of what your dad ex- dad's aesthetic was then, because I'm seeing like some version of Black Belt Jones or <laughs> Dragonfly Jones, and Bro, I just want to make sure I have the just, right one. Just like imagine like Big Daddy Kane mixed with Brian McKnight. This is the second Big Daddy Kane reference, by but the way. That's fair. Okay, because the nigga dark skin, Brian McKnight, Big Daddy Kane, Jesus Christ, mixed with a little bit of Billy Blanks. Whoa! Right? Holy shit! Uh, and he had the sweatsuits and shit, the 90s sweatsuits. I think I've seen a picture of your dad now that I think about <laughs> it. Yo. But he also had like the Jerry Carroll fade. No. So it was smooth and curly up top. He was DJ from Street Fighter. Exactly, bro. I'm not joking. <laughs> it was just like that. that. If you saw a picture of my dad back then, you'd be like, holy shit. This is from the same nigga who used to carry Jeez. size and the bamboo stick. Or whatever, the, the kendo stick. Yo. Walking around in the hood. I swear. Remember... I don't know if you had this or you experienced this, but back in like elementary school, around the time this movie would have been out, or you know, for like I was in elementary school at least, but in the early '90s through like mid '90s, it's just that kind of combination. This was for okay. Let's take a step back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Did we have? Jax was in this movie, right? Yes. But he wasn't prominent. He was prominent no, in the second one, and no. he was terrible. It was awful in the second one. So for a movie. That I feel like has a big black following. It does. Well, it did. I, I guess at the time, to me, it did. And I think that's not the strength like of the it. game. Right. There ain't no black people really in it. <laughs> no, not it's at all. It's just like, you, we don't have anybody we can support. Like, and even to this day, it's still, it's only like, so yeah, Jax's daughter, Jackie. Jesus. And. Goro? <laughs> that's like a tall black chick. That's like no, Megan Thee Stallion and shit. Goro's a man, though. That ponytail doesn't say that, What's though. her name? Shiva? 
Shiva, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, well, I guess you could call her black. I, I mean, feel like I'm missing one person, but still, still no real black representation. I, the, the one person, like, um, Stryker is a Tea Party member. He yes, is yes, MRA. He is. He's an incel. Yes, 100%. Uh, he's an incel and mall cop. Uh, <laughs> the one person that I fucked with and I was so tight when he died in the movie because he died really quickly. Can you name who it is? And the original Mortal Kombat movie, not Annihilation, because it's, it's doo-doo. Uh, I feel like I've, I know exactly. It's not a about. great character, but he's kind of niggery. Oh, who is it? Who is it? Sonya Blade kills him. The black dude with the fucking locks? No, Kano. What I want to know, if this Shane Sun guy is so great, how come he's got such a crummy looking boat? Hmm? Yeah. Anyway, guy gives me the creeps. Oh, shit. <laughs> I fucking love Kano. No, that was Shane Sun killed that dude. The, the, the dude, the dude lock. Yeah. and that was the guy Hakeem from fucking WMAC Masters yeah, oh shit that, that brings me back that's to Hakeem God the Machine damn. hell yeah hell yeah he just took this nigga's soul and was like ugh why'd you like Kano Kano was boring as fuck bro the I scene hate, that he I had with Kano. Goro when he was just eating the chicken real niggery he was just like yeah last what we gonna do here's this and I was like he a piece of shit and his hair's like all janky looking bro I hate Kano bro I still do you're, you're a hater I still hate Kano it's boring ass character so a few of the things that happened on set, there were injuries. Of course. So you had uh, the actor that played Liu Kang, um, Robin Chu. Mm -hmm. He, I believe he got a few injuries, maybe broken ribs on more than one occasion. I could believe it. Um, he was part of, so initially they were involved, I believe, with maybe like golden it's like golden dragon or something one of the hong kong film companies mm -hmm. the one of the bigger ones right and they pulled out in the last second and i think something similar happened in ninja, with ninja turtles too so fact check that a little bit but like even they were like mm, this shit kind of sketchy yeah I don't know so make money so robin Chu's connection was he was a hong kong actor and that's how he slid in there because he's not particularly young no robin Chu's old as fuck and even then he was not young uh, compared to like, let's say like Bridget Wilson and shit, Bridget Wilson Sampras. Mm -hmm. Um, you had Lyndon Ashby, who right. we'll talk about a little bit later, I think. Um, and he played um Johnny Cage. We had um Christopher Lambert, who played Lord Raiden. Highland. Yes. Um, can you pronounce his name? Who played Shang Tsung? Not Shang Tsung, Chung Blacks. Yo, black people say Shang Tsung. Yo, that's my nigga. It's like, all right, all right. Then. you don't pronounce the T, my man. Because like, it's is is Harry is is Carrie the actor that plays mm -hmm. him. Uh, so cannot he, pronounce his name. Him and uh, Christopher Lambert are probably your biggest names in there. So yes, you know you got 100%. you you we were able to work within that smaller budget. And literally for the amount of time that Raiden's in the movie, he just comes in there to disrespect uh, Scorpion and Sub Zero, and then say, "Hey, motherfucker, don't fuck with my fighters." And then he leaves, and then he pops up at the Bro, end. <laughs> I really liked him as Raiden, though. Yes, the, the, when they recast it, it was terrible. I didn't hate that guy. But James I, he was not. He was He's not. He's not Christopher Lambert. No, no. He doesn't sound vaguely French. I hate the way. Because <laughs> he sounds vaguely French. The way you pronounce Christopher Lambert's last name. That's his name. so Canadian, bro. That's his name, though. Is it? Yes. I mean, I believe you, but it's. I watched it's a so lot weird. of. So his. Uh, so just to get his name correct. Whoa. His <laughs> name is Her, um, Kari Hiroyuki uh, Tagawa. He is an know? American, Japanese, Russian actor. He has three different citizenships. And he's going to take your soul. Is that not what he does? He does. He really does. And he I'm shaking my head. He is 70 now. That's it? Yeah. 
Oh, he looks. Well, he kind of look looks a little rough now. I mean, oh, bro. Yeah. This is gonna sound vaguely racist, but also it's complimentary. I mean, they don't age. I mean, it don't look that bad. Yeah, this is this is ninety five though. This is Mortal Kombat right here. I mean, it don't look that bad. <laughs> so comparatively, it's like, like right, man. Was, I mean, he might need to keep the baldy a little bit too, though. Like, you look alright with the baldy. Now, if you go further back, this is him in like a soap opera. He looks he young as shit. Yo, he does not age. From 95 to that, that to 95 looks the same. Do you remember it was this movie that he was in um, that was great? Um, it had him and Brandon Lee and Dolph Lundgren in it, Big Trouble in Low Tokyo or Showdown in Low Tokyo. I so this is what he looked like in it. And I... It's kind of hard. I had self-care so many times. It's kind of hard. Because of this movie. It's only one scene. You know what scene I'm talking about. Oh, man. You know what scene I'm talking about. Go ahead and describe it. You got to. Blonde. Katana. Garters. He said self-care. Titties. <laughs> it, it's a lot of... It was a very formative time for me. This is like, you know, one of those things. I was like, oh, dad, you going to keep that one a little bit longer? I want to watch it by myself. Don't take this back to Blockbuster, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at it. I was like, I want to do a little film research for a you know, recording I want to do. Like, this one going to have to disappear. Also, we used to steal. Everybody used to steal from Blockbuster. Yeah, the, the wild forehead. The, the, the fucking... <laughs> you have like one and then the other one dumping it. <laughs> Everybody used to steal, bro. So, does anybody remember? I mean, I guess yeah. it's a Baltimore thing, but niggas don't remember West Coast video, dude. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Jesus Christ, bro. Yeah, their colors were like yellow and red. Mm -hmm. I used to steal ice cream bars out of it. Of course there. you did. It's a very black thing to do. I mean, it's ice cream. Yeah. I thought you don't like ice cream, motherfucker. I mean, I don't like uh -huh. it, but it was. But I was stealing is great. Oh. I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were pulling That's a Rudy. The first time I was ever putting handcuffs. <laughs> Whoa, shit. I mean, I was a kid. First time? Yeah, well, <laughs> shit. Pew pew! But the officer was like, "Oh, I'm not going to arrest you. You're a kid." Now I just see you as fucking uh, like the kung fu dude, kung fu Joe. Stop, fucking, I'm going to get you, sucker! It's just you taking on your dad's lineage. It's like, uh, you won't be able to beat me, and you're still dub talking. That's fucked up. Um, so so the other thing with the uh, Mortal Kombat, um, I think the movie is fine. It's yeah. definitely a '90s movie. Mm -hmm. um, yep. It's it's got a little a bit of those shortcuts, but I don't know anyone who didn't mark out. And and let's and let's start talking a little bit about our favorite scenes. Uh, I don't know anyone who didn't mark out when they saw Scorpion fucking the fucking thing come out of his hand the first time. Get over here! So when he said get over here, yes, that's one. My dad once yeah. again, <laughs> embarrassing moment. <laughs> he actually pulled like he actually had a rope and shit. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, the people, like, it was actually people, you know, you arch your head and like, what the fuck is that? My man came in here with a props. It was literally <laughs> people in the movie theater like, yo, this dude's being mad extreme. Did, was he wearing a bandana of any sort or a no, headband? Okay. No, he actually was respectful enough not to do that. Because <laughs> I thought he was going to come in there dressed like one of the members of, of Scorpion's clan. No, but He's he, the black had, he had every karate gi you can think of. Jesus bro. Christ. Like, so question. Which clan? Because there's a lot of weird things that happened with the mythology of Mortal Kombat over the years. It's so wild. It's now. so many retcons of different things. Um, so Time travel and shit. Let's not even get started with that yeah, shit. No, um, so that that scene, um, I think the first time we see it is when Scorpion and Johnny Cage are in the woods. Yep. And here's an interesting tidbit about that. Lyndon Ashby, the guy to play Scorpion, Lyndon uh, Ashby, the guy to play Scorpion was his trainer. 
mm-hmm. and he did the choreography and all of this shit. He said he kicked him so hard it bruised one of his kidneys and he was peeing blood. Oh, Jesus. Christ. So another injury on set with these non or quasi martial artist actors got the shit kicked out. He's like, yeah, interesting on set uh, seeing him because he's also my trainer and <laughs> <sighs> didn't feel great. <laughs> Like, how fucking bad do you have to feel like, man, you fucked me up and we're just acting. I'm like, well, give <laughs> well, the shrug like, well, it's part of it. Shit, man. You signed up for this. Stiffen up, motherfucker. You know, it's a shitty movie. <laughs> Shit. Who was the director of this movie, actually? That's a good question. I feel like somebody known. I think it is somebody known, actually. Pew, pew. Um, Spielberg. It's like, no, um, it's not. This is produced by Lawrence uh, Cast- Castanoff. I don't know who the fuck this is. It's Paul Anderson. Um, he did the Resident Evil series, uh, but he did those and, he, uh, he did, uh, Death Race. He kind of does that's schlock. terrible, but, um, he did Event Horizon, which is fire. That's actually good. That's fire. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Um, and that was two years after Mortal Kombat. So he probably got that based off of like, yeah, we see you like killing motherfuckers. So Mortal Kombat, um, we're going to give you a rated R budget. And he's like, I got you. He is British, though. I didn't know he's British. No, I didn't either. Which kind of explains some of his choices. <laughs> also, he's married to Mila Jovovich, so, you know. You know, I used to have a huge crush on her. I, I, I mean, everybody have. did, I think, because of Fifth Element. But, uh, yes. And but, he did um, Alien vs. Predator, too, the first one. I don't like the not good too much one. anymore. I think the Resident Evil movies killed it for me. They should have just did the two. Could have stopped at three, but that was about it. Like, um, I don't think, you know, honestly... I know we're getting off no, Mortal no, Kombat for a second, yeah. but they really could have just taken the plot from the first Resident Evil movie Don't and just started. made Don't a copy paste fucking movie, and it would have been a great movie. Like literally, they could have just copied the whole fucking game. Yes. So, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, back to Mortal Kombat. Um, so, as this, the things I said earlier, um, Threshold Entertainment, which sounds like a fake company, but that was the company that did the first one uh, as well. They did the second. They did the sequel in 1997. Mm-hmm. Um, and notice, notice the departures. Nobody from the original, I think, was in it except for Robin Chu. Yeah. Um, and I had that weird dude that played uh, who was uh, Shao Kahn or who's the who's the, the big bad in that one? Shao Kahn. So uh, and that was Mortal Kombat Annihilation, and he had two spinoff television series. Can you name them? They were animated. Were both of them animated? I think one was animated. The other yeah, one, one, I don't was, know. One wasn't. I think. Yeah, one wasn't. Wasn't one wasn't. What was yeah. the animated one? Wasn't it Mortal Kombat the animated series? Mortal Kombat Defenders of the Realm. Yeah, that's awful. Let's be clear. But it's Earth Realm. Cause, and but they said this. They said this a lot. Awful. It had Jax. It had... Uh, it was awful. It had... Uh, who was it? Shadow Wolf or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Night Wolf. Yeah, Night Wolf. Yeah, yeah. This was 1996 that that came out. So this was the bridging mechanism. Yeah. And they didn't call it that. Because it's like... Yo, this is a, a rated R game, yeah. if we're being honest, right? Yeah, it was. To a PG-13 movie. To a cartoon to another PG-13 rated movie. And they're talking about doing this kind of reboot situation that's definitely going to be a hard R. He's like, we're going to see real fatalities. They need the hard R. Yeah. But like it exists. Like it it got all the flack and got really big because of the fatalities mm -hmm. back then. Because, you know, I was was a little dude in Crazy John's playing on the arcade machine with my dad Uh and my brother. Like that shit was, that was out, that was out my childhood. A big part of it. So the the movie uh, had an eighteen million dollar budget just to give that piece of that detail there. Jesus. So eighteen million made one hundred and twenty two. 
That's that's a huge. That's like nine times that's a huge over. Get yeah, and that's before social media, all this other shit. Yeah, you know, like and it wasn't a lot of ads out there for it. I don't think right. they just were thinking like you know, more combat. It's like the game. Now, just go see it. Now here's something that's going to be interesting for you. I don't know if you're going to get it, but I'll be surprised if you do. Who was the voice for Goro? It's a famous voiceover actor, black voiceover actor. Any big gruff character, he's doing a voiceover <laughs> for him. See, I don't know now. Uh, it's Kevin Michael Richardson. Oh shit! Yes. For real? Yeah. Damn, he does. He speaks to everybody. <laughs> yes. Bro, he talks for everybody. Him and Phil Lamar <laughs> tag team in every fucking animated series you ever seen. I don't like that visual. Um, <laughs> I this is the role. This is the role I want to be in in my life. Just like Ramongo or whatever. That's like one of them fucking like the finding out Vin Diesel's Iron Giant and shit for me. Yeah. It's like what? Um. So let's see. Let's talk about the critical response a little bit, and then we'll get into mm-hmm. some of our. Uh, we'll get into maybe a few more of our favorite scenes, and then we'll talk about some of the cast stuff. So I got cast questions. Um, <laughs> Mortal Kombat had a score of a forty-eight on Rotten Tomatoes, Damn. trash, uh, and a four point five on uh, what's the average score there. The site's consensus reads: Despite an effective otherworldly atmosphere and appropriately cheesy visuals, Mortal Kombat suffers from a poorly constructed plot. No looking for plot. Um, it's not even why you play Mortal Kombat back then. Laughable dialogue and subpar acting. Dialogue, sure. I give you that. I don't think the acting was bad. Yeah. I'm um, on that. It wasn't. Metacritic gave it a 58 out of 100 based on 12 critics reviews, mixed or average. Uh, Cinema score gave it a A- minus on a scale of A to F. I'm uh, surprised. Let's see. Um, the Hollywood uh, Weekly, um, Entertainment Weekly rather, called Mortal Kombat a contentedly empty-headed extended advertisement for the joy of joy pads uh, filmed in a cheesily ornate cinema day Hong Kong style. That's such a frou-frou fucking critic answer, bro. Like, why? Uh, Stephen Holden of the New York Times, Mortal Kombat might be described as a mythological junk food, although there is talk of the three combatants having to face their deepest fears and prevail, which does happen, by the way. Um, The action is so frenetic and the dialogue is so minimal that that as an allegory, it's weightless, which is true. Yeah, uh, Richard Ebert. You, you know, we we know this person. Is it Richard? Or, I thought it was Roger. Roger, Roger oh, Ebert. Sorry, damn, I, I watched that. Dude? Richard Ebert, his son. Uh, Roger Ebert uh, said that he was uh, right in the middle and noted that fans might be disappointed in the film's killing being less brutal than the notorious violent, uh, notoriously violent Mortal Kombat games. Similar to Ebert, uh, Mark Savlov of the Austin Chronicle mentioned that the cinematic equivalent of Cotton Candy and Rock'em Sock'em <laughs> Robots, you may recall, but you loved this stuff as a kid. And I know I did. Uh, gave, he gave it a two and a half out of five. So, I mean, people are right in the middle. And it, I mean, it's it's a video game movie in the mid-90s. Nostalgia-wise, I'm giving that shit like a four out of five. Yeah. Movie-wise, as an objective critic of movies, yeah. I would probably give it a two and a half. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you want to be honest, but it's at the same th- time, there are things that you just, you're like, this is doo-doo, but also I like this doo-doo. Yeah. <laughs> so... Let, let's talk about um let's see hold on um the films um so far sits in the seventh highest video game adaptation released in the u.s still by the way really what's in front of it do you know what the number one video game movie video game related movie is is it not pokemon that would be sonic the hedgehog and it deserves every Does dollar pokemon it got. count pokemon's number two by the way i mean i'm um, sorry detective pikachu is number two i think uh, I did not like that movie, bro. I gotta watch it. Uh, Lower Cross Tomb Raider. I haven't watched it yet. God 
Lara Croft Tomb Raider is number three. Angry Birds movie is number four. Prince of Persia is number five. That's an awful movie. Pokemon, the first movie, is number six. And rounding that out, that's seven, Mortal Kombat. So number one is Sonic the Hedgehog. And like again, they recently deserve, they fixed it. I'm, I'm they so happy the they fixed it. They fixed the movie. I didn't hate the movie, but I did not like it. I what they could I like Jim Carrey. They could have cut out the entire bar scene. Yeah, yeah, I agree. They cut that out. The movie one, the movie is only ninety nine minutes. You cut mm-hmm. that out. That takes it down to a, probably about ninety minutes. Fine, let's go ahead. It's so, a buddy cop. It was like, hey man, it's a buddy movie. Now, now the discrepancy between the, the discrepancy between that um, um, Sonic and that's in today's money mm-hmm. versus what um, Mortal Kombat is. So remember, I said earlier, Mortal Kombat would be two hundred fifty million dollars in today's money. Right. Sonic is three hundred and seven dollars. Three hundred seven million dollars. So it's in the same vein, right? Using today's dollars. Um, so there you go. Now let's look at um, recast. Let's look at recasting. Who would you recast in this movie if you could recast one person? Because I mean, they do it up to the whole cast in the second one. But if you were to recast one person, who would it be, and what current one character, and who would the person be that you would cast in that role? One person. That's a good question. I don't think I even. I I already have my person. Just go to. I'll I'll come back. Go ahead. What's yours? I'm recasting Lyndon Ashby's uh, Johnny Cage as uh, John Claude Van Damme. I'm that's going, too easy. I'm bro. going. To, I'm. That's too easy. I didn't say if it was going to be easy or hard. That's way too easy. What else do you want? Because it's literally based off Van Damme. That's why it should be done. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, that's my choice. God damn it. Um. All right. So what about Jackson? He's not. He's barely in a movie. That's true. Because the second I'm one, annihilation. So annihilation is god awful. Um, and they recast the entire. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, Robin Shue was fine. You got to keep him. He was actually really good for what it was. Now, was Bridget Wilson in the second one or no? No, she wasn't. So, who could you have recast her with? Because she's also kind of a little bit of a weak link to me. A little bit. Her acting wasn't that great. In and the she's first movie. and she's the legitimate actress, by the way. Right. Her acting wasn't great, but she might have phoned the shit in. I think she did. I don't even know, man. Uh, so she's only 46. So she was like really? delicious. She was 22 in this movie. Oh, shit. she's delicious. That's young. crazy. You know, she was a little under eight. She was a little young for that role, actually. Yeah. Special Forces. Yeah. Jackson's old ass looking like fucking <laughs> looking like Kevin Michael Richardson. <laughs> <laughs> Mortal Kombat was her fourth movie. Still early. Can you name the no, three before? Absolutely not. Her debut movie was Last Action Hero in 1993, followed by Higher Learning in 1995. Oh, shit, she wasn't Higher Then learning. Billy Madison in 1995. Then Mortal Kombat in 1995. Then Nixon in 1995. She was busy. She was the it girl in the mid-90s. Actually, those, that's not a terrible run. No, it's not. That's not a terrible run. Falls off of a cliff later. But um, who could... I mean, those are memorable movies, though. Yeah, True. She was also in a wedding planner. I know what you did last summer. House of Haunted Hill. She had a decent little career for yeah, her. I know all those movies. That's the thing. Now, she was Miss Teen USA in 1990. I can believe that. So who could we have gone with? She's um, from Oregon. Oregon. Tallish. Because she's like 5'9", so she's not short. Right. Who could we have gone with in the 90s that's blonde? Cynthia Rothrock. You going with that? Not Christina Applegate. Now, I, we need someone that's physical. That's true. Because Sonya, which is why I was so tight when she broke fucking Kano's neck. 
kind of be a hard ass. And hate? I think you Christina Apple and Christina Applegate actually is a I think a year younger than her. And then oh, shit. <laughs> so it's just like that doesn't solve the problem. Wouldn't help. I think it might be Cynthia Rothrock. Um, China O'Brien is what? Do, do you not know who I'm talking about? No, I need to see a picture. Uh, that will refresh my memory. So I've put, heard the name to put it in context. Cynthia Rothrock is uh, she in 1992. She would be 35. Oh, no, no, 37, 37. Yeah, 37 during that time. So Kind of in that same vein. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to type in 1995 because she's not looking great now. I mean, she's like almost 60 now. Okay. Is she really? She's delicious. Also, she has some sex appeal. And she was a martial artist, too. That's who I'm putting in oh, for fucking okay. Sonya Blade. Okay, yeah, I know who. Yeah, I know her. Yeah. I feel like she would be badass. That's how I would recast. I'll remove- That's actually, I, I agree with that. That's actually a pretty good one. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. Because I, I feel like that, I feel like Sonya Blade might be based off of her too. Yeah, it's I'm, I'm feeling like that because yeah, also you're right. Also, um, just for context purposes, um, these were out too around that time. So yeah, good on good. her. She looked good. Good on her. She looked good back then. I give her that. She looked good. So all right, what else do we have? Um, who was your favorite fight in the movie? Favorite fight would either have to be the Johnny Cage scene in the woods. Yeah. Or um, even Goro with Johnny Cage. In the ball punch? Mm-hmm. Goro was, a big, like, Goro was, was very a kid, claymation. Yeah. He was very claymation. Well, animatronic bullshit, yeah. but it's fine. It, it, it works. It was some of the leftover foreskin for like Jurassic Park. <laughs> or the last fight for uh, Liu Kang, Shang Tsung. That's my favorite. It's pretty good. I am the chosen one. Take your soul like I did your brother. I was like, oh shit, he came with your peoples. Yeah. I mean, there was some. I want to talk about Robin Shu's actor a little bit. His facials were ridiculous. I was like, what is happening here? I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think I agree. The best fight scene is probably that final one. Yeah. The final one was the final one was Shang Tsung and Liu Kang. Uh outside of the Scorpion. Was there any other markout moments in it? You're like, hell yeah. Also, the two brothers uh, or the twins or whoever that were the Goro Marks, mm-hmm. they were ridiculous. They yeah. were fucking cartoon characters. I'm trying to figure out, is it me or am I just mixing up how often Sub-Zero was in? Yeah. He didn't really do anything, by the way. Yeah, that's what I'm... He's kind of useless. Even though he's like an important character in the video game. He freezes the gun at one point. Yeah. And it took 20 minutes to freeze the gun. Right. Um, I'll say I marked out when, when uh, Reptile came out of the wall, even though it was like fake Reptile. Yeah, I hated that part. I, I, I was happy that it happened. I was like, oh, Reptile. Oh, Reptile. I was like, this is bullshit, bro. That's, that's where, I'm, where I'm at on it. Well, I'm going to put that down was, as a disappointment. Well, my dad was continuously ecstatic through the whole fucking movie. Your dad was just in the aisles hitting the AC Slater, Slater split from Saved by the Bell? Yes, he was. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good reference, right? If he could, he probably would have. He probably fucking would have. He would have jumped right on top of the seats <laughs> and did a split 
right on people's heads. So, or, or, and, and definitely uh, check this out. It's it's a it's a great movie, but it is definitely a disposable movie. Don't watch yeah. anything that follows it. It's trash. Right. Uh, you can maybe watch Annihilation to see how much of a drop off is there. It's a huge drop off because so they're changing the dragons. Um, it's ridiculous. They did. The dragon was destroyed and it was green. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh, so who's the MVP of the movie? MVP is honestly Johnny Cage. It's Robin Shee for me. Really? He made his career off of that. I mean, it's Luke Kang. I mean, it's Beverly Hills Cop. I mean, um, not I said Beverly wow. Hills Cop. What's the shit? Beverly Hills Ninja. Yes. And he was in the second Street Fighter movie. God. Yeah. He looked super old. That's wild. Yeah. Damn, I don't even really think he, about that. He made his little career off of being in that movie. That's the is only he, reason we know who it is. Damn. And he made is some Hollywood bones. Actually, I could. He kind of kind of carries I really the movie. Like Chris, Chris Lambert is Christopher Lambert. Yeah. I'm not saying Lambert. That's his name. I'm not saying it. It's that a way. French accent. That's I his name. I don't care what it is. You got to respect people's names. I'm not saying it that way. All right, I'm just saying. I don't know who you're talking about. You sound like James Lipton. He, well, maybe I am. I was a purveyor <laughs> of women in the in the 1930s as well. That's what his thing was. Uh... Let's see. What was Robin Shue in after? Because I, I feel like he's the guy. But, but I think, he wasn't in shit like that after. It's like Linda Nashby was in also he's sixty by the way. Fucking Cinemax movies after this shit. Go on. That's about. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's about it. Mortal Kombat did not make careers. Let's be clear. So, for context, okay. Uh, Robin Shue, after Mortal Kombat, was mm-hmm. in Mortal Kombat Annihilation, Beverly Hills Ninja, Trash. both in the same year. 97, he was in Mortal Kombat 2 and Beverly Hills Ninja. From there, he was in DOA Dead or, Al- Dead or Alive. Trash. He was in Death, Death Race. Terrible. He, but again, it wasn't great. He's working with the same director, by the way. True. Um, he was in Street Fighter Legend of Chung Lee as Jin. Oh, God. He's in Death Race 2 and Death Race 3. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to tell you, man. Uh, I'm looking at the Ashley Bureau real quick. Can you just read scripts, but they probably just want him as a typical Asian man in every Stop script. It. That's probably but what he's, it was. But he's coming from being a Hong Kong actor, and he, you know, crossover coming here. I, I'll give him that. Um, also, the Linda Ashby, not my favorite. Of course, he's not because John Claude Van Damme should have been in the oh, role. I see. There you go. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. All right. Uh, let's see. What we have. Let's. Who do we have? Who do we have? I'm gonna go to Lyndon Ashby, who's listed as the lead but, in the movie. You know by the way, John Claude can't be go in it though. Go That'd be too on the nose, like completely on the nose. But the, the game is on the nose though. I mean, but I'm just saying. All right. So what what you said about Lyndon Ashby's career is <laughs> a lot of shit in here, but not anything I care about. A lot of director video in here. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I mean, he's in Mortal Kombat Extinction. I mean, uh, um, uh, Resident Evil Extinction. He's briefly in Iron Man 3. That's his, that's his big nut right there. Oh, shit. <laughs> he was in Sniper 2. He was in Judgment Day in 1999, so not even the good one. <laughs> There's a lot of... Yo. It's, it's fine. Was he a it's soap fine. opera guy or something? It's fine. He looks like a soap opera guy, though. I think that's what it was. He's a soap opera guy. Yeah, it looks like it. I'm not here for it. Stop hating on that man. I feel like two recasts should have happened in this movie. <laughs> um, so final thoughts before we wrap this up. Go watch Mortal Kombat. Realize it's a fucking 90s movie. <laughs> 90s action movie. Mm-hmm. No, you can't even sell it in 90s action movies. In 90s action martial arts movie. Yeah. So it's very, like, dumb. <laughs> but, yeah, don't, don't go but looking for good cinema. It's dumb, but it's fun. Yeah. Don't go for, like, anything else. That's all. This is a maligned movie that's very enjoyable. Yeah. 100%. And it's a, it's a popcorn movie. As, as one of the um, As one of the critics said, it's junk food. 
Yeah, I agree. That's if you cool. if you're going there looking for Christopher Lambert, thank you, Lambert, <laughs> like he's a nice cheese. He doesn't a, even say his fucking name like that. I'm gonna if there's an accent, he doesn't say if his there's name an like accent that. on this motherfucker's name, we're gonna have issues. <laughs> that shit is Christopher Lambert. I'm typing it in, and that looks like there might be an accent. It's a French accent, like I said, motherfucker. It's Lambert, bro. It's Lambert. It's Lambert. That's just like Shang-Ti Sung. His forehead says Lambert. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's just like Shang-Ti Sung. I'm saying it wrong on purpose. Shang Sung. Lambert. Yeah. And then I realized I'm probably pronouncing it wrong as well. Because <laughs> it looks like it says Lambay. And I was like, look, I'm just going to close this out. <laughs> Fake news or whatever. I don't know. Fuck it. Uh, so there you have it, um, folks. This was a um, a bit of review. A little trick, a trip. We, we took a trip down memory lane of uh, Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. in its uh, 25th anniversary. And um, yeah, subscribe to this channel uh, wherever you're listening. Um, and check out all of the great podcasts that we have here on MTR, the network and MTR podcast. Um, so for Torn, I'm uh, Rob Lee saying just keep watching movies. Enjoy. Watch what you like. That's what we're doing. Flawless victory.